Hey everyone, it's Taylor and Brendan from Blue and Gold Make Darlene. They tell you about the Hockey Podcast Network. Goddamn right we are. You know, there's an entire network. It's not just Blue and Gold Make Darlene. There's 31 podcasts, one for every NHL team. From terrible, horrible teams like the Boston Bruins to some of the best teams in the league like the Buffalo Sabres. Absolutely. And with that being said, if it's a terrible team or if it's a great team, no matter what, you are able to get two episodes a week from all of the hosts. New episodes come out every Monday and Thursday with new content covering everything from the latest that's going on with everyone's respective teams all the way through to doing more fun things like the many trivia games that Taylor and I have on our show. That's right. Hot content, hot takes, hot hosts. Hot hosts. You got it everywhere. Uh, and you you can find them pretty much anywhere you find your podcast. Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spotify. Stitcher, if you're one of those weirdos like me that uses Stitcher. You use even, Stitcher? I do. Strange. I think I'm the only one who does. Okay. And even at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com if you're looking for some more info. There's a whole website that's that you right. could go check hey, out. Maybe it's getting to that point of the season where you're getting sick of the Sabres. I know some of us are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this again. West Coast uh, trip is about to be tough. Maybe you want to check in on some of your other favorite teams if you're one of those kind of guys. Absolutely. Well, they're all available and they're all easy to find. Gosh darn right. So be sure to check out the Hockey Podcast Network once again at their website at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And be sure to follow on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Blue and Gold Make Darlene. As always, I'm Brendan. I'm Taylor. And we are going to have ourselves a, a fun episode today. Uh, as you guys might remember, uh, it was probably about two months ago now, uh, we did a sports trivia episode with a little bit of a twist. Uh, some, some afternoon drinking was involved, and it made for a really good time. And so Taylor and I decided that we wanted to do that again, but this time we're going mano y mano, one-on-one. And... How are you feeling, Taylor? What are, what, are, what are the general thoughts going into this? Uh, hungover, <laughs> bored, lonely. Um, this sucks. This whole month and a half has sucked. Uh, but really excited for the game. <laughs> okay, good. Glad. Same page. We're on the same page. Uh, all right, well, what we're going to do then, it's going to go back and forth where we're going to alternate between Buffalo sports and then greater world sports questions if i'm not mistaken right taylor yep yeah so i think i'm gonna we're gonna do this over it's gonna be tougher over zoom but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ask brent these aren't even questions actually these uh cards there's a it's a fact and there's a list corresponding with that fact so basically it'll ask you a group of people that have accomplished one thing and who they are or teams or something like that so and like Brandon said, there's part Buffalo, very heavy on the Sabres, and the other side of the card is the world question. Now, for my questions, I'm going to hold the card up to the, the camera for Brendan and not look at it. So we'll see how that works. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's start with uh, – and, and also, I guess I should say that there's an, a given number of people involved in any card, like I said, with the list. Uh, so let's say there's 18. And if Brendan gets 10 of them, that means I drink for 10 seconds and Brendan drinks for eight for the eight he didn't get. And, uh, yeah. And God help us. Some, um, some orange juice, some milk, a lot of milk. <laughs> what? Some protein shakes. What are, you, what, are, what are you drink? What's the drink of choice for today? 
uh, juice. You really just juice. A juice called Old Vienna. Oh, okay. Got a kick. Very nice. Wow, Taylor, that looks a little golden brown to be a juice. Looks like a apple, a hearty apple juice. Yeah, a hearty apple juice uh, from the Old Vienna Orchard, and it's in a cup from the uh, Queen of Heaven Carnival. Queen of Heaven Carnival. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Love it. I'm also drinking a juice, as you had mentioned, orange juice, but with a, we're going mimosas today. You know, what better way to do some sports trivia than by drinking mimosas with it, as the old saying goes. Everyone's always saying that. I know. It's pretty popular. All right. Well, let's get to this first. uh, Well, before we do that, actually. Oh, yeah. We have a quick message that we have to share from our sponsor, Manscaping. So this episode is sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Brendan, in these quarantine times, it's easy to overlook some basic grooming. Showers are less frequent. Deodorant becomes optional. Your man parts, well, be honest, it's sort of a mess down there right now. (laughs) Maybe it's time to start cleaning it up. If you're like me, it can be tough to keep a steady hand working with a razor in such a sensitive reason. It's dangerous. It's a dangerous game. Manscapes redesigned the electric trimmer. They spent the past 18 months. That's that's like the entire time Phil Housley was a Sabres coach. You guys are getting to know us right now. Perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, they say. And just released the new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. They sent it to me, and wow, it's incredible. I mean, it features cutting-edge ceramic blades to prevent manscaping accidents, which we all hate those. No more cuts or nicks. It's easy to use. It's safe. It's so much faster and easier uh, and safer than standard razor. So get the job done quicker, better, and safer. Uh, one of the coolest things, there's an LED light that illuminates the grooming area for a closer and more precise trimming. That can be helpful. Showers can be dark. Uh, battery lasts 90 minutes. And there's a USB-powered charging dock included. So the thing is with this, too, the product's brand new. Almost no one's used it so far. And I want you know all you listeners to be among the first if you're into that and also if you're a man, I guess. Not all listeners, I suppose. Go to manscaped.com, type in the code THPN to get 20% off and free shipping. That's promo code THPN at manscaped.com. Your little friends will thank you. All right, let's do this thing, Taylor. Are we starting this off? Are you asking the first question or am I then? Yeah, I'm asking you. Okay. Through 2018, 15 players have led the NHL in points for a season more than once. Oh, boy. So this is all time. Through 2018. Through 2018. Have led. How many players are we talking here? 15. 15? Okay. Have led the league in scoring more than once. So. Do I, how do we do this then? Am I going to go one at a time and you're going to tell me if it's correct or not? Um. Yeah, do you want to do that, or do you want to get a list together and then come to me with the list? And I'll tell All you. right, we could do that. Well, then let's. Well, we could talk through this then while we're going. Well, I guess I'll really talk through it, and you'll just kind of listen. Um, if you want to give me any advice, I mean, by all means. Yeah. So for some reason, Jack Eichel's not on here, which I think is messed up. If it's like through like twenty twenty two, then it'll be more up to date, and he'll be there. Yeah. So I think with this list, obviously, no real surprises because. You know, it's leading the league in points twice. You got to be pretty good to do that. Although some of them are pretty old. Most of them, the vast majority's last names are in the first half of the alphabet. 
if that helps. Oh boy. Okay. Um, interesting. Yeah. I got to think back here. So it's 15. Yeah. A lot of guys from the, I'm trying to think of like more older guys before I get into the younger ones. Um, are, are we going to be, are we going to do hints at all or no? Uh, <laughs> I guess more so what I'm wondering is that leaning more towards modern or older players. Modern in the sense of the last 40 years, most of these guys are in the last 40 years. Okay. Uh, but there are, yeah, obviously there's older guys. It's, it, it is a little bit spread throughout history, but we saw a decent amount of these guys play in our lifetime. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. I've got six here now that I feel pretty confident in. Um, led the league in scoring more than once. Dang, this is, a, this is interesting. I just feel like it's tough, too, because in the 90s, I mean, I feel like it jumped around a lot. Um, or 80s and 90s, rather. You are not correct to think that. What's that? Not correct to think I'm that. not. Okay, really? Yes. The Art Ross was won um, by three guys for, like, 25 years. All right. Well, I feel like I have those three, then. Dang, why did I think, though? Hmm. Huh. All right. Well, never mind then. Um, hmm. What do we got here then? All right. I'm at seven. Let me think. I'm just going to start writing some names down. Um, hmm. And if you're playing at home and you guess all 15 before I do, congratulations. Because this is this is tough. Yeah. Should we put a timer on on these? Like oh man. <laughs> I know 15 is a lot, but two minutes might be a, a good. Two minutes. All right. All right. Um. I'll start. I'll start the time. The person asking the question can run the timer. You said this was through 2018, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jesus. All right. All right, how about him? All right, I'm up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Um, four more guys. Four more guys. How is there? Oh, NHL history is a long time. It is. It goes way back. Right. Um. And uh, you have one minute. One I have minute. one minute? Okay. All right. I'm getting there. I just got another one down. Um, 
God. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Uh, it's the older guys that's gonna trip me up. Um, 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 Twenty seconds. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Um. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Nine. All right. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Okay. Let's do this thing. All right. All right. Crosby. Yes. Gretzky. Yes. Mark Messier. No. Damn it. Mario Lemieux. Yes. Gordy Howe. Uh, yes. Yamir Yager. Yes. Connor McDavid. Yes. Alexander Ovechkin. No. Jesus. Bobby Orr? Yes. Evgeny Malkin. Yes. Guy Lafleur? Yes. Marcel Dion? No. Phil Esposito? Yes. Joe Thornton. No. Do I have one more guess? That was 15. Oh, yeah. was it? 10? Yeah, 10, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, I think what you missed. Who, so, who did I miss? Bernie Jeffreyon. Bobby Hull. Oh, man. Um, Stan Makita. Dickie Moore. Okay. And Martin San Luis. Oh man! Wow, same. I feel pretty good about my guesses. Then I feel like that, given given some of the names on there, is pretty solid. Martin St. Louis. Wow, I forgot that he had won the cross twice. He did. He won a second one. He was kind of old in 2013. That lockout short season. Mm-hmm. Crosby was kind of running away with it, and he broke his jaw on a Brooks Orpik slap shot. Wow. And we won it. All right. So let me see how this works with the holding it up. But yeah, it'll look away. Can you see? Yeah, can you move it up a little bit more? Yeah. No, 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 or back, I mean. Sorry, I meant like up, like the camera. Like this? Perfect, right there. All right. From 1970 to 2018, seven players scored four or more goals in a single game for the Sabres. And let me, I'll take a picture of this so you don't have to hold it up the whole time. Seven players scored four or more goals in a game for the Sabres? Yep. Ready when you are. Okay. So, obviously, that won't include Jack Eichel this year, but... He added to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically franchise history through 2018. I think Correct. Vanek definitely did it once. So I'm, like, I'm going to put Vanek down. Uh, let's see. I think I'm just going to throw out some obvious ones here. couple obvious, couple surprises. Surprises, huh? Yeah. Hmm. A couple of names you wouldn't expect. There's a couple of names that you would expect that aren't. All right. And a couple of names that you would expect that are. I only know one for sure. One, two, three, four, five. So I have five down here. So I'm going to throw the two. I'm going to throw two out there that I wouldn't have expected, I guess, based on Okay. That. I like that. Uh, I can give you another hint if you want. Sure. Um, only two of them primarily played in the 21st century. 
two. Okay. Only two of them primarily. One of them had a very short stint, but the majority of his career was in another decade. Okay. So I think I have a list. I threw a surprise guy in there. Give it to me. Vanek? Correct. Perot? No, incorrect. Wow, surprising. Rick Martin? Correct. Danny Gare? Incorrect. Wow, all right. Alexander McGilney? Correct, that's three. Uh, Miroslav Shatan? Correct, four. And my surprise one is Mike Foligno? Incorrect. All right, who are the other three? These seven names. Dave Anderchuk. Ah, I was going to say him. Rick Martin. Alexander Mogilny, Lindy Ruff. Huh, what? I know. Unbelievable, right? As a defenseman, wow. Uh, yeah, Miroslav Shatan, John Tucker, and Thomas Vanek. John Tucker, huh? Random. John Tucker and Lindy Ruff. Well, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, cheers, my friend. Cheers. Four, that was solid. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. So I get the local question this time, right? Yes. Uh, let me flip some of these over for you. All right. Through 2018, 10 skaters, non-goalies, have played 500 or more games for the Sabres while scoring fewer than 100 goals. You know what? Let's not do that one because we did that one last time. Okay. We did that on the last one. Let's see. All right. Oh, here's a fun one. While Marv Levy was head coach of the Buffalo Bills from 1986 to 1997, the Bills lost a playoff game to seven different NFL teams. Who are they? Okay. So who they lost a playoff game to? Seven? Yeah. All right, let's do this thing. Okay. I think I got it. All right. The Giants. That's right. The Redskins. Right. The Cowboys. Correct. The Titans. Incorrect. What? The Dolphins. Incorrect. Oh, my God. The Raiders. Incorrect. Oh, my God. The Oilers. Also incorrect. Jesus Christ. Who are the ones that I missed? Okay. Here's the thing. The Titans was Wade Phillips. That was 99. The uh, Dolphins was also Wade Phillips. It was 98. I believe we went 3-0 and against the Dolphins in the playoffs. Shit. Those were the two. Oh, my. All right. Well, okay. Three of them. Uh, the 1988 AFC Championship game, they lost to the Bengals. Ooh. 1989 wildcard round, they lost to the Browns. 96, his last playoff game and Kelly's last game, Jacksonville Jaguars. I was, go- I was literally between the Jaguars and the Raiders, too, and I w- – yeah. Oh, all right. That's a tough one. That's that's 95, a tough one. Ninety-five. They lose to the Steelers in the second round. So. Wow. All right. So three for seven. Not not great. That happens. It, it. Whatever. All right. It's a tough one. All right. Let me get uh, my camera ready to take a picture. Hold on one second. It's gonna. Okay. From 1979 to 2003, outfielder Ricky Henderson played for – let me pull that up again really quick, folks. One second. 
played for nine different MLB teams. What were they? Okay. Uh, yeah. Ricky Henderson did move around quite a bit. Yes, he did. Nine different teams. All right. Well, one of these is obvious. Actually, a few of them are obvious. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, we did not get to see much of his career because we're too young. Correct. Mm. Oh, we got to think. Yeah, missed a good 14, 15 years of it. That's too bad. Too bad. He's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you want any hints. I would take one hint. All right. To the AL to NL breakdown is six AL teams and three NL teams. Hmm. Three NL teams. Yeah, a lot of these are going to be guesses, <laughs> but I appreciate the hint. I feel like you're going to be okay. All right. Well, I have my guesses together. Give it to me. Um, wait, hold on. Oh, one more. Cause it's, it's yeah. Nine teams total. Yep. I can need a little more AL team. Then. Uh, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to picture who I can see him with. So I'll go with this. The athletics. Yes. Correct. Ooh, I could have gave you one other hint, actually, if you want it. What is it? Uh, the AL teams, there are none in the Central. Uh, I didn't have any guesses in the Central. Actually. Good. Okay. Let's do it then. Yeah. So the A's is yes. Correct. The Yankees. Correct. The Red Sox. Correct. The Rangers. Incorrect. The Mets? Correct. The Angels? Correct. The Dodgers? Yep. The Giants? Nope. And the Astros? No. Uh, six. Six isn't bad. Pretty good. Uh, Anaheim, Boston, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Yankees and Mets, the Oakland A's, the San Diego Padres, Padres. the Seattle Mariners, and finally, the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, Toronto, huh? I probably should have guessed that one. I would not have gotten that. I did not realize that. I must have. I forgot that he even played for the Blue Jays. I'm surprised by that one. And the Mariners, actually, more so. Yeah. The Rick Mariners is definitely the most random one. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. Cheers to that, my friend. All right. Now you have a non-local question. Let's do it. This is actually similar to your NHL question. Okay. I think maybe easier. Through 2018, eight different players have led the NBA in scoring for a season three or more times. All right. Through 2000 and through what year? 2018. So – you know, this is a, a lot of fairly straightforward names here. There's an old guy that I think you might know, and then there's an old guy that I, I don't know. I don't know that you'll get. All right. Um, I 
Interesting. Why the NBA in scoring three plus times? Yeah. Um. So not quite an easy question. No, no, it's not. There's definitely some names in here that I feel like can trip you up. Because you know when someone wins the Art Ross, you might not know when someone leads the NBA in scoring. Right, right, right. Um, what's the breakdown between 21st century versus non or 20th century? Um, I think you really have two 21st century guys. Guys that played the majority of their career. Yeah. They have two of them, basically. Okay, cool. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, oh man. I have a name that's coming in my head that I don't think is correct, but for some reason it just keeps coming up and I don't know. Um, uh, one more. Okay. I'm going to just try it out. All right. Uh, the 21st century guys is a Kobe and LeBron. No one. No. What? Yeah. I think Kobe was twice. I don't, I think LeBron's probably led the league in scoring, but not three times. So Noah to both of those. Oh my God. It was Shaq, isn't it? No. No? No. God. All right. Jordan? Jordan, yes, that's one. Uh Kareem. Um, no. That's tough. Jerry West? No. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Bill Russell? Nope. <laughs> Larry Bird? <laughs> Nope. Will Chamberlain. Yes. You got two. All right. So the 21st century guys were Kevin Durant and Allen Iverson. Wow. All right. I didn't uh, – Durant, I probably shouldn't have got. AI, I don't think I – wow, really? He's led the NBA in scoring three times? Uh, that's wild, right? Uh, George Gervin, Spurs legend. Yeah. Braves legend Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo. Oh, man, that's bad. Okay. The old guy I thought you might get, George Mikan. The Why? old guy I never heard of until I just looked him up, Neil Johnston. Why did you think I would get George Mikan? Well, people know George Mikan. Oh. I don't know if you knew him, but I I guess I just thought I'd know George Mikan. <laughs> <laughs> so you, Brendan might know George Mikan, too. I said, that, is a real, that one is way harder than the NHL one. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would have got the Durant and Gervin. I don't know if I knew Bob. I should have gotten Durant. I think Kobe and LeBron were just like default answers because I thought that Kobe did in like the early part of the 2000s, like that he had a couple of them then and then he did again like later. He definitely, he definitely did in 05, 06. He had like 37 points a game or something. Right, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. the other side is my local question, so I'll hold that up for you real quick. Hold it up. All right, give me one second. Hold on. Oh, this is a good one. I think you're going to actually do pretty well on this one. Okay. All right. On 
or excuse me, uh, rather, from 1973 to 2018, the Buffalo Bills won a Monday night football game against 10 different opponents. Who are said opponents? All right. Well, I gotta, I'm going to start off here by saying I don't remember any of these because I've never seen them win on Monday night football. Good. <laughs> so these are all guesses based on who they would have played. Uh, and I imagine they won most of these during the 90s. So, I, I'm, tr- I'm gonna just gonna have to throw out some names based on who's most likely. Do it up. Let me know if you want any hints. Okay, let's see here. Ten teams they beat, huh? Ten somehow, yes, amazingly. Interesting. Yep, 10 teams here. Um, Mm. Wow, actually, there's only technically, I believe there's only two NFC teams on this list. Okay. I need one more. I guess I'll just kind of throw out a, a guess then. Uh, hmm. All right, I got it. Yeah. All right. Tell me. Cowboys? Incorrect. Giants? Incorrect. Those are my NFC teams. All right. Uh, Steelers? Incorrect. Dolphins? Correct. Jets? Correct. Patriots? Incorrect. Browns? Correct. Oilers? Correct. Raiders? Correct. Uh, Chiefs? Incorrect. All right, that's all my guesses. Five for ten, not bad. All right, who are the other ones? Uh, The other ones that we had, the full list. The Bengals the Browns, the Broncos, the Dolphins and Jets, the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Oilers, the Oakland Raiders, and the two NFC teams, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Washington Redskins. Ah, damn. All right. Bastards. All right, let's do this thing. Are you due for a local question? I am, yes. Okay. Oh, boy. Here's one I think you're going to nail. Okay, cool. June 1st, 2006, these six defensemen suited up for the Sabres in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals against the Carolina Hurricanes. That's Game 7? Yeah. So you know Uh, some guys who are not on that list. (laughs) Yep. All right. Hold on. All right, I think I got it. All right. Brian Campbell. That's correct. Jeff Gilson. Correct. Nathan Pache. Yes. Roy Fitzpatrick. Yes. Henrik Talinder. No, he was hurt. He was one of the ones who was hurt? Mm-hmm. Ludman? 
Correct. Oh man. So then the non-hurt person would have been who? They were you got the two non-hurt people, Campbell and Ludman. Oh, there was another one who was a non-hurt person? Oh. All right. Uh hold on. Hold on. I mean, you did do your six guesses. Yeah, you're right. I know who it is anyways now. Yeah, the, the answer is... It Doug, is it Doug Janik? Yeah, it's Campbell, Fitzpatrick, Janik, Chilson, Ludman, and Pache. I forgot. Th- I, I don't know why I thought that it was three of them who weren't hurt, but it, you're, yeah, it was too. Doug Janik, I forgot about him. Yeah. Talinder, Kalinan, and who's the other hurt defenseman that year? Who did you say again? McKee, Tolinder, um, Kalinin, all three of them got hurt. Someone else got hurt too, though, right? Um, Newmanin. You didn't say Tepper. Oh, Newmanin. Yeah, Newmanin. Yeah. I guy. forgot that he was here for that year sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Here for a couple of years till uh, his old ticker. Great. All right. My world question time. Let's do this thing. All right, here we go. Ooh, I think you're actually going to do pretty well on this one. All right. Okay. So, from 1960 through 2018, seven quarterbacks have led more than 30 fourth-quarter comebacks in an NFL regular season game. How many quarterbacks? Seven. Seven, okay. More than 30 fourth-quarter comebacks in a regular season game. Okay. Uh, but obviously these will be guesses, but I think they're pretty good ones. But I'll, I'll have here in a second. I definitely like your chances. This is 1960 to 2018? Yes. Hmm. Well, the 1960 being there and kind of implies that that's important. I'll give, it to, I'll give you this hint. There is – it is, but for only like one quarterback. 60s, huh? So it's past. Uh, okay, I think I got. I'm saying just like without giving. It's just an early. There's one quarterback that's like an early quarterback, and the rest of them you can consider to be quote unquote modern, as in they played while we were alive. Okay. There's one quarterback that played before we were alive. Hmm. Okay. As in, as in, like they did not like there were quarterbacks that played before we were alive, but they also played while we were alive. One that was strictly while we were not alive. All right. There's one that's definitely right on the edge here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw them in here because it seems right. Yeah. There's that. Okay. Well, let me see. I have one more to to yeah. get. He did play in the '60s, like I said, but I just want to. That one, I'm. I have a guess for him. Okay. Who else we could have here? Well, only two guys who played in the 90s. Okay. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Peyton Manning. Correct. Tom Brady. Correct. Dan Marino. Correct. John Elway. Correct. Joe Montana. No, incorrect. The only two guys in the eighties, John Unitas, the old guy. Yes. Uh, the goat, Aaron Rodgers. Incorrect. Uh, sh- 
He's never behind because he's so good. You're right. But when he is behind, he always comes back. Uh, all right. The full list. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, John uh, Elway, Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, Johnny Unitas, and last but not least, Ben Roethlisberger. Ah, uh, I should have I, I got that. I should have got that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Big comeback guy, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. God. Okay. All right. Good work on that one. Yeah. Nicely done. So, oh, yeah. I drink here real quick. All right. Uh, Let's start. All right. This is my, this will be a what, a, a world question? Yeah. And uh, not, a, not a bad one. Okay. 2000 to 2018, nine different teams won three or more MLB, NBA, NFL, or NHL championships. So three or more championships in the 21st century. Oh, okay, cool. Three plus, and how many teams is there? Uh, nine. Nine. All right, they won three or more. Yeah, and I think I don't hate maybe two of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> that probably helps. All right. Um, got them. Okay, got that. Um, let's see, I'm up to five right now. It's really just trying to figure out like the breakdown between each of the the sports. I have one for, for each sport right now, but I'm trying to Yeah, think. there is at least one for each sport. Right. Um which sport has the most? Um, basketball. Interesting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, Eight. You don't have to tell me which sport it is, but what is the least per for like a league? The least for a league is hmm. Well, let me check because I think two of the leagues only have two. Okay. Uh, well, actually, one of the leagues might only have one. Yeah. One of the leagues only has one. Right. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I know what I'm missing then. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the franchise is one. Three plus championships. I have eight of them right now that I feel really, really good about. It's just this last one that I'm. Hold on, hold on. Uh, 
Tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Only one. All right. So one of the leagues only has one. Yes. I think I, all right, I'm just going to start going and then I'm going to force myself to get to the end and then I'll just make a decision. All right. Okay. The Blackhawks. Correct. The Patriots. Correct. The Lakers. Correct. The Penguins. Yes. The Red Sox. Yes. The Warriors. Yes. The Heat? Yes. The Spurs? Yes. And then... Oh, my God. Oh. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was perfect. Don't screw it up now. I know. That's why I want to just make sure I'm right. Because I'm going to hate this if I'm not. Oh, man. Uh... Is it – can you give me a hint to give me one league that it is not? It is not the NFL. It is not. Let the, what the, the audience know what you're deciding between. What's that? You want to let the audience know what you're deciding between? Sure. Well, I wasn't thinking the NFL because that's the one that I knew that there. I was hoping you were going to say one besides the NFL because the NFL is the one that only has one, correct? Yeah. So I don't believe that it is. No, they haven't won three, I don't think. I'm just going to go for it. I, I don't think it's right, but it... no, it's not them actually. Shit. Um. I was about to say the Los Angeles Kings, but that is not the correct answer because they've only won twice. Mm-hmm. So who are you going to say? So I am going to say right now with this answer, the answer that you had asked me, which is from 2000 to 2018, there has been a sports team that has won the championship in their respective league three plus times. And we know that it's not from the MLB. Wait a minute. Is it the Detroit Red Wings? No. Shit. Who is it? It's the Giants. The San Francisco Giants. Why didn't you think? Oh, no. Why do you think it wasn't the MLB? Oh, my God. I completely forgot about the Giants. Yeah. So did everyone else. They're not a very worthy. uh, Very forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, they also went to another World Series in that time with like a complete. They, they were in four. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. Wow! 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 That's that's a tough one, actually. I probably I should have known because, for whatever reason, I had it in my mind that there wasn't another MLB team. Because I knew it wasn't NBA since there were already four of them. Oh man. Yeah, that's this tough. Is very disappointing. Wow. All right. Well, I'll take that. Seven out of – or eight out of nine, I mean. Yep. All right. My local question. Okay. Let's see here. I'm supposed to drink for eight seconds, technically. Oh, good luck with this. All right. 
So Taylor, this next question I'm going to give to you, you are going to actually just talk out to yourself a little bit for probably about 45 seconds while I run to the bathroom because we have been drinking. Um, but this is your question from 2000 to 2018, 11 different bills rush for a hundred or more yards in a game. That's pretty bad. Actually that for an, a 19 year span, only 11 players rush for more than a hundred yards. However, hundred yards players. What's that? Hundred yards in a game. 100 yards in a game. Yes, yeah, at least. All right. What's that? I think it's good. It's it's symbolic of how we always have a good running back, but we never keep them. That is very fair. Okay. You talk to yourself now for about 45 seconds, and I will alert you when I'm back. All right. Well, well, audience, I'm thinking that this some of these will be fairly straightforward because you're going to have Marshawn, you're going to have Fred Jackson, you're going to have McCoy, you're going to have Travis Henry. Those ones are obvious. Um, I think – Obviously, no Singletary yet because, you know, he's not here in that time. But I think also, yeah, McGahee, but McGahee too. Um, just since, you know, since we have some time here to talk things out, let's remember a time when the Bills had a decent offense in 2002. They threw for 4,000 yards, threw the ball a lot. They had a great running back, 1,400 yards, Travis Henry. They had a tough, bad defense, bad, bad defense. Couldn't stop the run. A decent first-round pick because they only went, I think, 8-8. Eight and eight. And they used their first-round pick on a running back. That's crazy. That's way crazier than, like, when they did it. I mean, Spiller one was crazy, too, because they had decent running backs then, too. But, like, the McGahee one's insane. And McGahee was legit. And not only was he, like, like a running back that they didn't need, he had a gruesome injury in the national championship. He couldn't even play as a rookie. What a strange time. What a strange, strange time. But, yeah, anyway, I think, I think Carlos Williams is probably also on this list, another, another weird guy. He recently oh. – um, yeah. I just destroyed my hip running back. I ran into my dining room table. <laughs> Ow, okay. Welcome back. I have, I have six down. I forgot how many there were supposed to be, 11? 11. Okay. And I think I can do that pretty easily. So – I have to throw in a couple other guys. Uh, I would say in terms of guys whose names were like very – well, this is tough. I mean, there's three that I would say aren't like go-to thoughts. Okay. Maybe four potentially, but there's definitely three that are like not go-tos that you wouldn't think of. Okay. Well, one of these is – because there really is a lot of guys that like are on the precipice there, mm-hmm. but weren't ever really starters. But yeah. I'm gonna say there's two, like there's two guys who I'm gonna that I would be like pretty surprised if you got. But the other nine, I think you'll be able to get. Yeah, there's there's one guy I'm deciding between because the early like the ninety like ninety nine two thousand two thousand one bills were like a mess at running back. That's where you got I think think the, about. There's one guy that has to be left out based on what I think the list is. But, you know, I'm just going to throw it out. I'll throw out my list, and I'll tell you who the guy was that I left out that I th- thought it might be. Give it to me. Marshawn Lynch. Correct. Fred Jackson. Correct. LaShawn McCoy. Two- no. 
You never read a hundred. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. It was blurry on this. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, three. That is correct. Travis Henry. Correct. Willis McGahee. Correct. Uh, Carlos Williams. Yes. Uh, Mike Gillisley. No, incorrect. Ah, damn. Worth a shot. Uh, the A Train. Anthony Thomas. Yes, correct. <laughs> All right, Sammy Morris. Incorrect. Yeah. Antoine Smith. Correct. And Jonathan Linton. Incorrect. The other one I was going to say that I left off was Sean Bryson. Sean Bryson was correct. It was between him and Jonathan Linton. I didn't know who to leave out. Oh, man. Yes, 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 yes. You missed a big one, though, Taylor. A big one. Uh, Oh, CJ Spiller. No, a big one. He's a large, large adult man. Really? Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Through 2018. Correct. Oh, my Full list. Josh Allen, Sean Bryson, Travis Henry, Fred Jackson, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, Willis McGahee, Antoine Smith, CJ Spiller, Anthony Thomas, Carlos Williams. You know how stupid this is? When you were gone, I said the word CJ Spiller out loud. Nuh-uh. Did you really? Yeah, I was talking about him. I just didn't write him down because I'm an idiot. Uh, yes, CJ. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. I didn't get CJ. Josh Allen, I just wasn't even thinking about that. Right. And honestly, now that you say that, I'm kind of – nah, Tyrod never had 100 years. I was about to say Tyrod too, actually. No, it's funny you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe, did he run for 100 total yards when he was in Buffalo? Sure he did. I don't know. I don't know. He's 100 like, total yards, like counting like running sideways, running backwards. Yeah. <laughs> In that sense, he ran 100 yards, yes. Yeah. Uh, when he was on a football field throughout the majority of his tenure with the Bills, he, at one point or another, ran for a total of 100 yards. Just even if he's trotting out from, like, the huddle up to the, like, going under center, it counts. <laughs> I can't believe I was deciding between Jonathan Linton and Sean Bryson and I didn't put C.J. Spiller. <laughs> I mean, you were right about one of them, at least. Yeah, fair enough. All right, uh, time for your local question? Yes. Through 2018, seven Bills have kicked 30 extra points or more in a season without a miss. Oh, man. Basically asking asking for six Bills kickers. So six – wait, what? I thought you said seven. Seven, yeah, seven Bills kickers. Sorry. Seven Bills kickers. Without a miss? Oh, dude, this is a really hard one. You want a different one? This one sucks. That's so bad. Yeah, please. Who gives a shit? Let's make that a rule that, like, if we don't want – if we just don't want to answer one, we can have the option to skip. There's, like, a million cards here. But here's the answer. It's Dan Carpenter, Steve Christie, Pete Gogolak. Nope. Mike Hollis. Nope. Mike Hollis? Nope. Really? When was he? Oh, two. He was the most accurate – he was the sixth most accurate kicker in NFL history when he was a Bill. Mike Oh, I don't know. Yeah, wow. One year. It was like, oh, one or oh, two. They cut him and signed Lindell, who incidentally is the next name on this list, Ryan Lindell. Nick Mike Mayer, which sounds made up. I don't know who that is. And Scott Norwood. I would have gotten four or five of them. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Four I would have gotten, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, this is actually a better one. Give me Bill. From 20, 1998 to 2018, 
nine different players finished the season as the Bills' leader in receiving yards. So this is all really during our time. Leading receiver. Oh, okay. All right. Um... If you want a hint, three of these guys sucked. <laughs> That's my hint. <laughs> three of them were not good. Oh, good. From 98 to 2018. Yeah. There's one guy on here that you'll definitely get. Um, Only and, one that I'll definitely get? Well, there's multiple you'll get. I was just mentioning this guy was a real – he was a, a, a calm in the storm type guy. He was always reliable no matter what kind of team he was on. Which, you know, obviously being a Bill, a lot of those teams were not very good. Jesus. Um... All right, because, I mean, you know, you have, like, some guys that you immediately go to. What, you said 98? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then that would add him. Um, I'm up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So two more I need. Yeah, I'll talk while you're figuring it out. Yeah, you, so, you you talk. So the listener is probably wondering, like, this is the second time we've done this. Um, I guess you probably understand that we are kind of running out of things to talk about Sabres-wise. Not running out of them, but, like, it's just that this is such an imposing time period. We're not actually 100% sure when we'll be um, finishing our season. I think we kind of thought we might be done by now. If, the, if things were normal, we would have been – the season Saber season would obviously be over. They would have missed the playoffs by now. And I think, you know, everyone is in the same boat now. We don't know if the season's going to come back. We don't know like what, what's going to happen with the draft. We don't know if there's going to be like a Stanley Cup. So I think we're kind of uh, – we're just going to do this week by week. And we'll, this, this week obviously isn't very heavy on the hockey talk or the Sabres talk. But I think we're going to – when we come back, you know, in the future, you know, obviously we're only doing one show a week. We'll probably have a couple more that are more Sabres heavy, obviously. Uh, so we'll keep trying and, you know, kind of hope that maybe there's some kind of playoff. Obviously, I think the Sabres are done. I kind of hope they are. Too. Yeah, it seems like at this point. Yeah, and I think – I hope they are done, honestly, <laughs> this year. But hopefully we have something kind of concrete, like we can talk about the draft and free agency, and hopefully those things happen at some level. I mean, they have to happen eventually, but hopefully they happen in the next couple months and not in, like, August. Um, and obviously, hopefully, back next season too, with whatever the season looks like and whatever the, you know life looks like at that time. Um, so yeah, thanks for continuing to listen. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, we continue to provide a, a nice smile on your face with our goofiness. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And I mean, I I I promise that eventually, Brendan will have an answer for this question. You know what? You are right, and that answer to this question is right now. All, all right. right. All right. So, Eric Moulds. Yes, yes Sanders. Dude. Should we, be on the Wall of Fame. What's that? Should be on the Wall of Fame. Agreed. Lee Evans? Yeah. 
Yep. Stevie Johnson. Yes. Another Sammy, good one. Sammy Watkins. Uh-huh. Yep. Andre Reed? No. He didn't, I thought, because he retired in 99. Ah, oh, damn. How about Fearless Price? No on Price. He played in the same team as Moltz. Robert Woods? Yes. Um, T.O. in the B-Low? T.O. in the B-Low. Let's go. And then what do I have? One more? Yeah. Um, uh... Think about my hint. What was your hint again? Three of the guys sucked. You don't have any of the guys that sucked. That sucked. J- Josh Reed. No. Drops Reed. No. That's a good guess, though. Your heart Who is, is it? Or the, so the answer is, and I think you'll be able to identify the guys that sucked, Scott Chandler, Charles Clay. Wow, wow. Lee Evans, Stevie Johnson. Zay Jones. And a big wow. Come on. 2018, yeah. Eric Moulds, T.O., Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods. Zay Jones. Stunk. Bad. What a team. Bad, 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 bad. What a franchise. All right, ready? Yes. So, for my global question. Let's see here. All right. Oh, you're going to love this one. Okay, through 2018, nine quarterbacks have thrown more than 250 interceptions in the NFL. What was what was that? Through 2018, how many? Nine quarterbacks have thrown more than 250 interceptions in the NFL. Well, Two I think Hall of Famers on this list. What's that? There's some Hall of Famers on this list. You know. Unfortunately, Nathan Peterman didn't stick around long enough to get on there. I think it would have taken another 13. Maybe another year. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I think I got this. I think one thing I'm going to say here is I don't think Joe Namath is on this list. I don't think he is. I think he he was under that, but. You said some Hall of Famers. That means you know what? I'll let you have that one. Joe Namath is not on this list. Yeah. See, I knew it. I think he, because Namath was like he threw like only like 170 ish touchdowns and like 220 picks or something like that. So that stat's kind of stuck in my head. It's somewhere in that range. Right. 250. Because he was hurt all the time. Yeah. There's a. I'm gonna say there's three of them on here that I don't think you'll get. Okay. Well. People used to love throwing interceptions. So True. I'll have to try to hmm. – I'll, I'll, we'll see how we do here. I'll, Let's I'll, do I'll this. See if I can get, get them. Um, hmm. <laughs> Another one who's probably not on here but would be if they played long enough is Drew Bledsoe. But he actually was weirdly not that old when he ba- he kind of – stopped being a starter. He got benched for Tony Romo and never played again. So I don't think it's him. Wow. TBT. Yeah. Bench for some stars in his career. You, you know, guys that replaced him, Tom Brady, Tony Romo, JP Lossman. JP Lossman is definitely the one that stands alone. Yeah. Unfortunately also not on this list. <laughs> okay. I got I to actually put some names down here. 
there's one that I'm putting down that I don't have much confidence in, but I, I think it might be the case. Uh, well, I should throw some old guys on here. Yeah, there's a couple of old guys. Hmm. There's actually I think old guys that play for a while would be a good suggestion. One, two. I think there's like five of these guys actually are considered to be old. Okay, that actually is very helpful. There you go. You said how many total? Nine. Nine, okay. And five of them are old. Hmm. Yeah, he's. Oh, I'm pretty confident about only two of these, but I just need to put two more answers down. And old guys. Who are the two that you're confident on? Well, I'm. I'm not just confident. I know they're they're right. But hold on, I'll I'll wait till I get these. So other maybe two. I can help you with a hint beyond that. Oh, the two that are I think one and two all time are Favre and Vinny Testaverde. Those are both on here. Yes. So you have seven more to go. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna think of some old guys that played for a long time. I, I said I was going to do. I haven't done it yet. But I'm still working on it. <laughs> um, you do it up. Yeah, let's – let's. you know what? I, I think I – you know what? I'll just throw out some answers because it could be any of these guys. So, right, Farvin Testaverde, so I have those two, right? Farvin Testaverde is correct. Johnny Unitas? Johnny Unitas is also correct. Uh, Dan Marino? Dan Marino, also correct. Sammy Ball, slinging Sammy. Hold on one second. Incorrect. All right, these are just all old guys after this. Jim Hart. Incorrect. Uh, I wrote down Unitas twice for some reason. So do I have two guests or two left or three left? I think you have three. Okay, John Brody. Nope, incorrect. Dan Fouts. Incorrect. All right, I think of one more old guy here. Whew. Say Bob Greasy. <laughs> no, incorrect. Right, well, That's I a good it. guess. I respect it. Yeah, first four I got right. So George, you... so George Blanda. God. Old guy that played forever. How did I not get him? Brett Favre. Uh-huh. Uh, John Haddle. Uh, okay. Peyton Manning. Dan oh, Marino. I had him and I deleted him. Yep, Manning is on the list. Dan Marino. Norm Sneed. Uh, how did I forget about Norm? Brand Tarkenton. Uh, that would have been another old guy that played. Vinny Testaverde and Johnny Unitas. You know what I love? Vinny Testaverde for Tampa one year had 13 touchdowns and 36 interceptions. And he not only did he not get benched that whole season, they brought him back as the starter the next year. He, and he played 20 more years. <laughs> <laughs> did he pretty much play for probably like, like three-fourths of the NFL? Yeah. You know what I love about him too? He was the first starter for the Ravens when they moved to Baltimore. Until wow. this, until this past year, he had the Ravens record for touchdown passes in a season. No way, really. Oh, okay, yeah. Flacco never broke it. Lamar wasn't had uh, what's it called? Wasn't he replaced by Chad Pennington with the Jets, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it was a weird thing because Pennington, I think, got hurt the one year. Right. And he came back in and I might have went to the playoffs. He had a weird career with the Jets because he, after he left the Ravens, 
he went to the AFC Championship game with the Jets. Yeah. Which was weird. Strange. <laughs> so what do you say? Should we do like one more question each or what do you think? Yeah, let's do one more each. Cool. All right. So what do we have? Local ones next or is this a world one? Um, yeah, we, we just both did. Um, well, let's, let's, uh, let's give you a local one real quick. All right. All right. Let's do it. Give me something Sabres to end this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, let's do a Sabres one. This is a good Sabres one. Well, this this is an impossible one if we ever do this again. Baby Joe Macy beat eight opponents in professional heavyweight fights held in Western New York. I would get approximately zero of those correct. Davis has fought guys no one cared about. <laughs> I'm looking for a good Sabres one. Ooh, this is this is good. This is up your alley, too. Okay, what do we got? It's the Sabres in the draft. Oh, okay. Like that a lot. From twenty from nineteen seventy to twenty eighteen, the Sabres selected ten different players using a top five pick in the NHL draft. Ooh, okay. Ten players? Yeah. All right. All right, let's see here. Ten. I think I'm gonna be able to get through a good amount of these. I think you should be able to get at least eight and maybe nine. Um, I have six of them that I know for a fact right off the bat. Let's see. Who else did they take with high picks? Um, hmm. Nicely done. Yeah, finish that off. You know, let <laughs> me go grab some more juice. Actually, real quick, you do that. All right. Well, while we while Taylor's doing that, I'll just talk through my thought process right now. So right off the bat, I mean, we know Eichel, Dallin, Reinhard, Vanek, Perot, and Terjan were the ones that I knew right away. Um, so really, what's that? Love to crack a nice can of juice. It's beautiful. Who doesn't love a good can of juice? I love, I love juice. I love <laughs> Right. It used to be a fruit, and you would eat it, but now you could drink it too. That's beautiful. Want to know, like, just like a weird fact that I actually thought of the other day that just kind of like rocked my world a little bit. What's that? That in the 2001 NHL draft, the Sabers drafted both Derek Roy and Jason Pominville. Neither of which were in the first round. You know who their first round pick was that year? Oh, one. Uh, Take a guess. Uh, kind of guy whose name we would say at the end of the episode. Oh, boy. So it is someone that actually made the NHL. Uh, is it like Doug Janik or something? Yuri Novotny. Oh, okay. That actually, yes. Because Novotny was a good prospect. He just uh, had quote-unquote character issues. Yes. Quote-unquote. Oh man, I, I'm wait. What'd you say there, Taylor? One of his character issues is that he sucked. Yeah, that's definitely a problem. It didn't work. Like I remember, his the whole thing was like, oh, he's not big on playing defense. He's not good at well, a backtracker or playing in his own zone. It's like, okay, well, he scores like eight goals a year. So, I mean, if if Vanek doesn't want to do that, fine. <laughs> like, <you're> <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think I have this. Um, 
I only have ten guess or I have nine guesses though. Um. Well, just because I think there's one that I'm not gonna. I I think that there's one that I'm very confident that I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely one you don't know. Um. There's a second. That's one. my thing. Is like there, there are the 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 other nine that I have. I feel very very good about, and that that I know. Like they're decently well known guys within Sabres history, but I have to imagine that there's got to be a like the one remaining one isn't somebody who I'm just like overlooking. It's got to be a name of somebody that's just like random as hell. Yeah. So right off the bat, though. You have modern guy, four modern guys, which are Eichel, Darlin, Reinhardt, and Vanek. That's correct. Joe Bear Pro, obviously, being the first overall pick in 1970. Yeah. Pierre Turgeon, another first overall pick. Yeah. This is not a guess of mine, but I wanted to bring this up because I was originally going to pick this, but then I realized that he was a top 10, not a top five. Phil Housley is not on this list because I yeah. believe that he was either like sixth or seventh overall. Yeah, he's not on it. But I do know that Tom Barrasso was a fifth overall pick, and I also know that Rick Martin was a fifth overall pick. Yep, and I yep. believe another fifth overall pick was Jim Schoenfeld. Yes! Fuck, yes, let's go. And then the last one, I don't know, some rando. I mean, I'm going to guess it's probably some guy named Bill or some, it's just some random stereotypical white guy name, I bet. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a guy named Sean Anderson. So. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty uh, ethnic name, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. Way back in Schoenfeld. That was the one I was like, ah, I don't know. People don't think of him as like. Yeah, because he, he really, I mean, he was more of like a bruiser. Like, obviously, he was never known for his production necessarily. But, yeah, he was a, a top pick, which I think is probably part of the reason why, like, I mean, he's so – beloved i guess and like ingrained as kind of like a an old school fan favorite like anybody who was you know born in like the the 90s or beyond like their parents will say like jim schoenfeld was somebody that they always liked you know wasn't he like big with the ladies or am i thinking of someone that's else? what i've heard i i mean have you seen that mustache i don't know i him and larry playfair big with the ladies big time uh, or, or i mean by the ladies i mean women that are in their 60s now but probably even lindy ruff a bit too yeah schoenfeld everyone like all of our parents and people of that generation talk about him putting the guy in the Bruins, I forgot who it was, through the boards. He still lives him. in Buffalo, doesn't he? Schoenfeld? Yeah, he's around all the time. I imagine he lives around here. Right. Either yeah, that or maybe Canada or something, but he's always around for alumni stuff. Well, how do you think he put a guy through the boards? Do you think that thing was, like, unhooked or something? Like the, You know, question. like, when, you, when there's the, the little thing where you come onto the ice and there's a, there's a big metal latch on it, do you think it was, like, not properly secured? There's a good chance that that could have been the case or somebody left it like that because they wanted to have the bigger hit, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe if somebody was like, oops, I'm going to just leave this open so that two grown-ass men come barreling through these boards. Like, that – I mean, it made for one of the most iconic scenes of Sabres history. Wild. Wild. All right. When was uh, the last time you saw, like, a, a, a vintage montage where that clip is not included in it? I mean, that's every Sabres montage. Everything. Everything. <laughs> now we put the guy through the porch and start punching him in the head. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> I love to see it. On the Bruins or, I think I'm pretty sure it was the Bruins. But anyway, here's uh, my question here. I'm holding that Okay. Up. All right. So we have a world one for Taylor here. Let me just grab this on my phone. Wait. Ooh, 
All right, I'm just going to tell you this because I don't know if you're going to want to do it. The 10 guys who earned the Heisman Trophy in the 80s. Do you want to do that or do you want to do a different one? Um, I'll do a different one because the 80s, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't alive in the 80s, but I will say offhand, I know one of them is Bo Jackson, I think. Hold it up. Let's see. Move so. it a little closer. You're correct. All right, what else we got? Marcus Allen Sanders. You know what? Yeah. Um, yeah, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, both NFL legends. Tim Brown, Notre Dame. Notre Dame alum, baby. Doug Flutie, Bill's legend. George Rogers. Don't know who that is. Mike Rozier. Andre Ware, I know him. I wouldn't have got that probably. I think that's a Houston quarterback. Trying to draft buzz. Herschel Walker, great. Testaverde, my dude. Maybe. And then Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, we love him. All right. Uh, let's, let's get a good one. Yeah, yeah hold another one up. Good. Ooh, all right. This is a pretty easy one, actually. I think it'll be good for ending on a high note. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna guarantee I think that you're gonna get this question 100 percent correct. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Through this is because this is a very I feel like uh, this is an NFL trivia question, mm-hmm. and I feel like of NFL trivia questions, this is probably like one of the like five to ten most asked trivia questions. Through 2018, seven backs have rushed for 2,000 or more yards in a single NFL season. You should crush this. I should. Um, acclaimed good guy all around, O.J. Simpson is one of them. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, Eric Dickerson, who I think has the record still. Eric Dickerson. Um, Barry Sanders did it. A certain senator from Vermont. Yes, correct. Bernie Sanders. That's right. Uh Terrell Davis did it next. Terrell Davis, yes. Jamal Lewis did it after that. Jamal Lewis, Baltimore Ravens. After that, the one no one talks about, because I think it's still the record for most overall yards in a season, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, correct. Yeah, the Bills really helped him out with that AJ one. 2 k That's right. And then the most recent one was Adrian Peterson. Look at you go, my man. Ending it on a high note. There we go. Cheers to that, my friend. Yeah. All right. This was great. Yeah, fun stuff. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thank you, guys. And we mentioned this actually the last time that we had talked, and Taylor and I were talking about this before um, we started recording this episode. But our our overall goal is that we eventually – and it'll be a lot easier once we can do in-person episodes. But we want to make these like trivia games a reoccurring thing where we're going to have guests on. Um, we have actually spoken – I mean, for those of you who have been listening to us – um, throughout the season, we've had a handful of guests on that we have actually brought this up to who have really been into the idea. So we, uh, at this point, you know, I think we just got to set it up in advance. I mean, who knows, honestly, like this was great. Maybe next week we try and do it when we set it up where we have teams, like, can we do a two on two kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, like we mentioned, there's nothing happening, <laughs> literally nothing. So we could talk through this. I mean, barring some like incredible NHL news that they like figure out when the draft is going to be, or they're going to agree to actually play in the, which side note, we should do another Olympics episode soon too, Taylor talking this out with all of you, the fans, but we should do another Olympics episode because I've been seeing a lot of um, projected lineups for teams lately. And I think it'd be fun if we maybe tried to do another country soon, where maybe we can even do it. Like we tackle two countries in an episode where we do like, Canada and Sweden or like Russia and Finland or something like that. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Hamilton is always fascinating because you got to leave off someone who's probably great. Right. Who would make pretty much any other team. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be great. We should do that soon. But again, I mean, maybe we, we try and reach out and we'll set it up a little bit more in advance and we'll get, uh, a couple of our old friends on the show and we'll, uh, you know, do a, a, a two on two drunk sports episode. Um, you know, of course, last time we had both of our, our wonderful, lovely girlfriends on, uh, it was, it made for some entertainment value. That is to say the least. And, so, yeah. and now our listeners know that Michael Pecka can shoot tuna cans and do a shopping cart <laughs> if they forgot which I in, in case you missed it yeah exactly um but yeah this uh you know this was great i think that it's safe to say you know we it, this was a this was a tie we'll, we'll go with a, a good old-fashioned tie i think we both had some questions that we knocked it out on and some that were really not great yeah it's a tie we tied one on all right wow uh, not quite honestly but all right well Shall we, shall we call this uh, an episode then? We should. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, be sure to go check out the Hockey Podcast Network online at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Check them out on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. Uh, of course, we have all of our uh, fellow shows spanning throughout uh, the rest of the NHL with the fellow teams. Um, and also, we have a couple of other really, really cool uh, shows that are a part of the Hockey Podcast Network that you should definitely check out. Be sure to listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, wherever you consume your podcasts. Check us out there. Be sure to subscribe if you already don't and tell your friends. Um, so without further ado, it's time for us to share our random Sabres player of the episode, which we are going to share with you all now in three, two, one, Yuri, Yuri Novotny. Novotny. Whoa.